welcome to Brand Camp, where we talk about life, relationships, astrology, and everything that has to do with your life and business. My name is Yaya. Sometimes it'll just be you and I, but other times I'll invite other self-made entrepreneurs and small business owners onto the show to share their wealth of knowledge and experience with us all through lighthearted but in-depth conversation. So I appreciate you for stopping by and let's get into it. Today, we're going to be talking about how to live a more peaceful lifestyle. I was inspired to talk about this because of my own personal journey with peace. It's a huge topic of just for me in my life. And it's something that I've strived towards for the past, maybe really since I was in my early 20s, maybe like 21. So... It's been a constant effort, a constant journey, and I feel like I'm reaching that place now, and so that's how I'm able to speak from the places that I'm going to speak about in this episode. So, it's important to live a peaceful lifestyle because, A, money can't buy happiness. We all know that. So, here we are where these, you know, entrepreneurs, we're going after these goals for all of our different meanings and reasons and and purposes but at the end of the day what is success if we can't maintain it because we've got chaos in our world because we can't sleep at night because we don't believe in ourselves because we can't handle stress this is what I mean when I say it's important to live a peaceful lifestyle because in life there is always going to be drama there is always going to be family that you don't want to deal with there's always going to be something on your to-do list that has to get done sooner than later there's always going to be some sort of upset some sort of challenge some sort of delay some sort of disappointment it's just a never-ending cycle and if you don't know how to anchor within you emotionally aka find peace you're constantly going to be spinning in a whirlwind and feeling like you don't have control over your life. And that is something that we will also talk about in another episode, how to take control of your life. Obviously, there are a million and one things that you will not have control over in this lifetime, like not even an ounce. But there are also a million and one things that you do have control over. So it's really about learning how to anchor down, how to breathe through the anxiety, breathe through the the stressful times and the stressful moments, and understand that until we take care of ourselves, we can't take care of anyone else. We can't run a business. We can't build a brand if we can't find that peace within our minds because peace helps us to make better decisions wiser decisions, decisions that stick, that lead to longevity and not insanity, right? It's about the why, why it's important for you to live a peaceful lifestyle. And and you know, you're, you're wise enough to know why peace is important. It's something that, you know, in life we talk about happiness a lot, but really I think happiness and peace is one and the same. Step one, take a look in the mirror, literally. Take a look in the mirror. It's about looking at yourself outside of the social media scope 
of things, you know, who people think you are, who you want people to think you are, what you want them to know. It's about taking a hard look at yourself now, the person that you've become outside of what people think, outside of what people have told you about yourself, outside of the stress and the chaos and the and the go, go, go-ness of your life. It's about wiping off the mirror, looking at it, no makeup, you, just all natural, and really thinking about what you love about yourself, for one. I mean, really, like, even if you have to just get it to the bare basic of having a notebook, a pen, and your mirror, and writing down five to ten things that you love about yourself. You can just focus on the physical, you know, physical features and things like that, but it's best to go deeper. So, yeah, you like the way your nose is. You like your skin tone. You like your your body or, you know, maybe that's on your list of things you want to work on, whatever. Make a list of five to ten things that you really love about yourself, but don't just think about the physical. Dig deeper. Think about the things on the inside, the things that people can't see when they see you walking down the street. What are some of those internal things that you like about yourself? And on the other side of that paper, write down five to 10 things, not necessarily that you don't like, but that you want to transform about yourself. So if you don't like that you have an attitude every time you're stressed out, write that down. If you don't like the fact that you let people walk all over you, write that down. If you don't like the fact that you don't know how to make quick decisions, write that down. If you don't like the way your stomach is, write that down. If whatever it is that you want to see changed or or transformed, write that down on your list of things that you want to change within yourself or about yourself. And it's just writing it down. It's just putting it in black and white so that you can see what goes through your head. Because on that same paper, you've got the good and you've got the bad. And imagine all of that swirling around in your head. So by putting it down on, on a piece of paper, it shows you in black and white what it is that you no longer want what it is that you like about yourself and and beyond writing down what you like about yourself figure out how you can take that to the next level how you can show more of that feature how you how you can elevate your style to show off your hips more if you love them how you can you know I don't know if you really like your eyes just like even if you've never tried eyeshadow before just Things that you can do to elevate the things that you already love about yourself, that's going to help to bring you your, your confidence to a higher level for one. And it's also going to help you to feel more just empowered within yourself. Because in our mind, yes, we've got the things that we love, but we also have the things that we don't like about ourselves. But if you can turn the volume up on the things that you love, about yourself by shining a light on it more by taking a look in the mirror more and looking at those parts of you that you love and smiling and just feeling full off of that energy it'll help to quiet out the negativity the 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 loudness of the insecurities in our mind but again we can't just turn it off So that's why it's important to look at what you love about yourself and look at what you want to change about yourself and make a plan for A, how to elevate what you love to the next level, how to make it shine through more, and B, 
how you plan to change the things about yourself that you don't really love so much. Okay, so that's step one, taking a look in the mirror. Step two is looking at your past. Yes, we have to go back to the past. You know, if if we if we don't change our, the, the ways of our past, we're doomed to repeat it. So you have to do this by making peace with your childhood. For a lot of my clients, we do repeated sessions, repeated sessions where we look back on your most traumatizing experiences as a child. And sometimes you may think that you're over something and maybe you you might just be over it, but there could be some residual emotional effects from that person that bullied you, that person that molested you, that person that you know, you thought was your friend that misled you, it, that, that caused you to not trust your judgment when it comes to people, that, that part of you that taught yourself to isolate instead of communicate. There's so much locked away in our childhood that if we just begin to open up that treasure chest, so to speak, we can clear out all of the mess, but we can also find our treasure. And that's our blessings. Those things within us that got lost in the in the pain of our past so it's important to take a look behind you before you move forward with things in order to have peace so again make peace with your childhood by either going to therapy um seeking spiritual counseling you know going on a spiritual journey through meditation through through prayer or through um, congregation in a church. There are so many ways that you can make peace with your childhood. It's not something that has to plague you or haunt you. So you do that. Another thing you do when it comes to looking to your past is heal your relationship with your parents. No matter how good or bad it was, our parents are not perfect. They, they're human. I'm sure your parents have made mistakes with you. They didn't understand you in some way. Even if you love them 10 times over, there are issues within, or maybe not even just your parents, just from the family that you're from. Think about those people that hurt you. Think about those people that let you down or just disappointed you in some way. And find a way to make peace with that person by A, either calling them up and saying, I know this is like, we haven't talked about this in a while. I know we rarely speak or... You know, maybe you just talked to them last week. I don't know. But tell them how you feel, not in anger, but in release and just letting it go. And don't feel and if you don't feel comfortable or if this person is no longer living or if this person you no longer have access to them or if what they did was too extreme, write it in a letter. Write it in a letter. And when you're done with that letter, you can either keep it, you know, tucked away in a notebook or just in like a, a, a box or something under your bed, something that you can go back to when you've got those old emotions bubbling up to the surface. Just write a letter to that person, letting them know what you feel like they did, how it impacted you, how it made you feel, how it's affecting you to this day and how you're ready to move on from it what you've learned from it. Find the good in the pain that this person caused you. It can be, and again, this can apply to family. This can apply to an old partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Just write a letter or call them. Do whatever you can to release the emotional weight of that experience with that person. 
as a way of looking back on your past and letting it go. Also, in terms of writing letters, write a letter to your younger self from where you are in your life now. Think about that 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 age you were at where you were at your lowest point emotionally, where you felt the most confused, where you felt the most weak, vulnerable, and sensitive, and afraid. Write a letter to that part of you because even though you've grown up, even though you're a mother now, or you know, you've learned so many things in life, that little girl, that little guy is still in there emotionally the, through your, your memories, through your, your past experiences. So we have this tendency to shut out our past, like, oh, well, I can't see it, so it doesn't bother me anymore. But our past is stored in our memories, in our thoughts, and it can affect you positively or negatively depending on how you've dealt with your past so if you're not at a place where you're you're living a peaceful life where you're waking up and you actually want to get through your day and you actually want to deal with life that means that you're not at peace with something and chances are it's rooted to something in your past so write a letter to the part of you back in the day that felt small that felt hurt that felt abandoned that and write down what it taught you for better or worse. And if you feel like it, it taught you a negative habit, write down in that same letter how you plan to, again, transform that into something that's going to elevate you instead of continuously sabotage your peace and your success. Writing letters, are, it's so important, you guys. It's so important. It may seem meaningless and like, oh, I don't have time. But I promise you, you will be thanking me after you write your first letter. Write it. It's so therapeutic. And it's going to help you to get to a peaceful place. Trust me on it. And also, speaking of letters, just be sure to apologize for the things, the mistakes that you've made after that hurtful event. The 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 people that you let do that to you again because trauma creates patterns so if something happened to you when you were five and you didn't learn how to deal with it you know just because you know we don't really talk about therapy and and healing and things like that until we get old enough to learn about it so apologize to your 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 present self for in your letter for the mistakes that you've made as a result of the trauma that you've experienced and in that same letter again be sure to write the lessons that you've learned and it's important that you do this on the same letter because you're going to go back and read this if you keep the letter you're going to read it and at first you're going to see that emotional experience the trauma the pain in the first part of your letter then you're going to see how it affects you to this day in your apology part and you reflecting on how it has caused you to make certain decisions to let certain things happen as a result of the trauma right and then you're going to see the good out of it and that's going to be the list of lessons that you feel like you've learned and the things that you're thankful for from that experience I'm telling you guys it's so powerful so that's step two looking at your past step three is go on a negativity diet Yes, there's such a thing as a negativity diet. (laughs) Basically, what you have to do is choose a daily affirmation. You can just choose the I am and then say your first and last name. That's an affirmation. You have to say it with 
with emphasis, with force, from the, the, the depths of your gut, of your soul. Even if, you know, your house is full of people and you don't want to seem like a crazy person. You could just say it in your mind, but just close your eyes and say it slowly, repetitively. Say it 10 to 15 times before you even get out of your bed. I am Antiana Quarter. I am Antiana Quarter. And everything that comes with my story, everything that comes with my past, everything that comes with my now, everything that comes with my future is all in that mantra. All in that mantra. It helps you to know you are not the things that you possess. You are not the past that you come from. You are not the family you were born into. You are not the relationship that you're in. You are not just a mother. You are not just a friend. You are not just a black girl. You are not just unloved. You are not just someone who was molested. You are not just someone who's in pain. You are so much more. So even if your mantra is just, I am your first and last name, or I am powerful, I am loved. Even if these are things that you don't feel are in your sphere or in your in your space, by you having that mantra, you call it to you. You're telling God, you're telling the universe that I am open to this now. I'm open to power by saying I am powerful. I'm open to success by saying I am successful. I am open to peace by saying I am at peace. You have to speak it into existence. So this has to be part of your negativity diet, your daily mantra. Before you get out of the bed, before you go on Facebook and Instagram to wake yourself up and to make yourself feel motivated, instead of that, replace that with a daily mantra. And then pick up your phone and see what Megan Thee Stallion did this week. You know? So again, find your mantra. If you can't find one that you connect to, you know, sit on it for a while. Think about the the, the version of yourself that you want to be. If you want to be more stylish, if you want to be more powerful, or if you want to have um, more confidence, anything that you want more in your sphere, put that in your daily affirmation. Make it a part of what you say to yourself in your mind or out loud before your feet even touch the ground. It's 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 a it's a spiritual prayer, one that doesn't require asking, but more so of you telling the universe what you want more of without begging and pleading, if that makes sense to you, okay? So another thing, another part of your negativity diet is to schedule more you time. I don't care if you've got 10,000 kids, at least find some way some ounce of time in each and every day of your life to have some you time. Even if it's 10, 15 minutes where you just light a candle, you know, it could be at the beginning of your day or the end of the day if you're like me. Because at the, at the beginning of the day, I'm like, I got all this stuff to do. I say my mantra and I get my day going. And I like to end my day with my me time. So... And you, it, it doesn't have to be about like going out, spending any money, but just when I say me time, it's a time where you can sit with your thoughts. You can reflect on your day. You can reflect on how you feel because at the end of the day, you're a mother, you're a friend, you're, you're a worker, you're a businesswoman or businessman, but you're a person and people have emotions, not just once a week, not just three times a year. Every day you're experiencing some sort of emotion and it's important for you to have me time so that you can assess 
what you're feeling so that you can, you know, give your emotions room to to flow, to ebb and flow. It's those times where where we get kind of backed up, where we don't have our me time, that we begin to get stressed out mentally, where we can't sleep right, where we can't think straight, where we're irritated and agitated and don't want to deal with life. It just means that you need more me time. You know, a lot of people think about negativity as other people, like, oh, I'm going to cut negative, toxic people out of my life. But sometimes you're the negative, toxic person in your life. And it's just because, A, you need more me time to figure out how you're really feeling about where you are in your life, how you're really feeling about the way you you do your daily routine. Are there some changes that you feel like you can make to make it more peaceful for you, to make it less chaotic? Again, sometimes the negative energy in your life is yourself, okay? So take more me time out of your daily schedule. And I'm saying daily, not weekly, not once a week. Every day, you need to at least have five to however many minutes you have available to yourself to sit and think. Even if you've got your kids in there with you and they're they're doing their work and they're asking you a million questions, communicate to the people around you like, hey, going forward, for I need at least 15 minutes to myself a day. You know, even if you love your, your your family so much and you want to be around them so much, that's okay. But at the end of the day, you have to at some point make time for you, your thoughts. Even And it's not just about bad days. It, it applies to good days. Sometimes we can get real caught up in the negativity of life and the world because we're not focusing on the good enough. So again, I feel like I've, I've stressed that enough. Me time, me time, me time. Make more time for me time, okay? And also, as part of your negativity diet, do something that makes you happy at least once a month. It doesn't have to be tied to your business. It doesn't have to be tied to making money or, you know, making people like you or think you're like super cool or or anything like that. Find out what it is that you love. If you already know what it is, great. Do it at least, at least, at minimum once a month if you don't know what that thing is that makes you happy I'm talking about that thing that makes you feel like a kid in a candy store that thing that makes you smile from ear to ear from from just wall to wall that thing that makes your heart feel so full find that thing I'm not talking about the thing that you like doing the thing that you keep yourself busy doing I'm talking about Do more of what makes you happy. Smiling from wall to wall happy. And I'm telling you guys, it's going to take some soul searching to find that if you don't know what it is, but it's worth the effort. I'm telling you, that is a key part to peace. Finding that one thing that makes you feel in utter bliss. You have to find it. And when you do, do it at least once once a month. And lastly, when it comes to your negativity diet, close the door on toxic relationships. Close the door. I'm not telling you text this person, say we over. No, close the door emotionally. 
at least, you know, it's, it's this saying that they say. It takes 22 days to develop a habit, but it also takes another 22 days to create a new habit. So that's 44 days. So that's at least a month. I would say give it two months just to give it time, you know, because sometimes one day you may lack on your spiritual growth and emotional healing. So two months. So whatever it is you're going through, if you're if you're going through it with your boyfriend, if you're going through it with your parents, if you're going through it with your job, it takes 22 days of applied effort, of applied pressure, of applied focus to make a change, to to erase a negative habit. And then it takes a, a, that same amount of time to develop a better habit. Okay, so you you have to close the door emotionally just by not giving it so much of your attention. Whatever is stressing you out right now, if it's a person, if it has to do with a relationship, block it out, block it out, focus on you, block it out for the next two months. Just say, you know what, month one, when the thought comes into my mind about this person, when the thought of doing for other people more than I do for myself comes into my mind. Any sort of negative habit that you have when it comes to people and relationships, anything like that, close the door to it mentally, emotionally, and physically if you have to. Because sometimes our peace is blocked, it's stunted because of the people in our environment because of our environment so it's so important when it comes to your negativity diet that while you're on that journey of trying to find your happy place of trying to find your peaceful space in life so that you can anchor and root in it you have to shut the door on people that are trying to distract you from getting to that place not because they're evil or anything but because they're not ready to do that that healing work that inner work that soul work to find peace within themselves so they distract you so they bring their drama their chaos to you you can't keep answering the phone for people who only have bad news for you during this transformation you can't keep hanging out with people that you know don't really like you you can't keep you know trying to prove things to people that don't even really care about you you have to close the door at least for a moment you don't have to lock it you don't have to push these people out of your life in a harsh way but if you really want to heal if you really want to take your life to the next level by elevating your mind freeing yourself from heavy emotions you have to close the door on the people that trigger you on the people that are not ready to be on that wavelength because again it's like the quote in order to elevate you've got to separate So that's what I'm saying with close the door on toxic relationships. You don't have to ixnay these people out of your your life for good. But while you're trying to transform, it's like if you've got a wound on your arm. You can't have people around that are going to throw salt on it. It'll never heal. It'll never heal. You'll never grow. You'll never reach your your highest potential if you have the wrong people around you. And I feel like I, I need to just move on from this because you guys know... I can just be on this all day, okay? So, that was step number three. Go on a negativity diet. Step number four of the five steps to living a more peaceful life. Number four is allow your emotions to flow. How do you do that? You take it one day, one goal, 
one emotion at a time. Again, this coincides with the me time. If you really start to input that into your daily routine, just saying, at least when I wake up, you know, I'm just going to take 15 minutes to listen to some meditation music or listen to T.D. Jakes or listen to some Alicia Keys or shoes, some Boosie, if that gets you going, whatever. You have to have your me time. And when you have your me time, by putting it into your daily routine, it helps you to take one day at a time. It helps you to think more clearly in stressful moments, in stressful times. It helps you to breathe through the anxiety, breathe through the stress. So in step four of allowing your emotions to flow, you do that, number one, by, again, slowing down. Slowing down, taking one thing, one one moment, one one call. You know, if you're if you work in a call center or something like that, just don't worry about oh I got to do this for eight hours or ten hours because I'm on overtime. Just one call at a time. They they don't pay you to stress. They don't pay you to to be anxious to be just all of those those negative feelings that you can feel while you're trying to push through your day. One call at a time. I don't care how much they pay you. It's not worth your stress. It's not worth your anxiety. Do what you can while you can. Don't try to do everything at once. Just one call, one person, one emotion, one goal, one thing at a time. One thing at a time. When you when you are going through a stressful you know situation, after you hear this, just think of, one thing at a time, one thing at a time. In life, it's always going to be one thing or another, one thing or another. So you have to address it as such, one thing at a time. That's how you can help your emotions to be less overwhelming and more in control, right? So beyond that, think about who your go-to person is, that person that you trust enough to call and say, hey, man, I'm just... I'm really not doing good right now. Like, I'm stressed. I can't think straight. I just need someone to vent to. Find your person, your your shoulder to lean on, so to speak. That person you can call on and just vent to. And again, don't just overwhelm people with your problems because, again, you're you're disrupting their peace too. So when I, what I mean by that is make sure you're as much of that person to them as they are to you. Make sure it's balanced, okay? Make sure that they can vent about their problems to you and that you both are doing it in an effort to find a solution for whatever problem it is. And if you don't have that person, pray, journal, you know, go on a walk. Walks really help me. I told you guys that before, walking, but it's getting kind of cold and we don't have time for pneumonia and all of that, okay? So, you know, even if you've got to walk around your house or listen to some music or paint or draw or smoke if you smoke or you know whatever it is pour you a glass of wine just find a way to release those bad days when 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 you've had a stressful day at work or when business is just you can't seem to get into the groove of things find your outlet find your outlet don't let it bottle up again this is what's going to help your emotions to flow not overwhelm okay so again journal find someone that you could talk to if you can't if you don't have people in your life that you trust like that because trust me i get it 
you know, or if you don't want to write about it, you know, use the voice messages in your phone. Do an audio journal, you know, just be like, okay, well, today I'm feeling good, you know, or today was a difficult day because yada, yada, yada. Just it'll help you to release it. Okay, that was step number four, allowing your emotions to flow, not overwhelm. And step five of how to live a more peaceful life is give yourself permission to be the better you. I know that sounds so corny, but hear what I just said. Give yourself permission to be the better you. Sometimes we hold ourselves back because we look at the people around us and we say, well, who am I to think that I can live in peace, that I can be happy, that I can find the one, that I can have a successful business if you've never seen anyone else around you do it? It makes you feel like, well, they may not like me. Oh, well, they may think that I'm better than them and they don't want to hang out with me anymore. What if they, you know, all of the things that we think, because at the end of the day, People are not meant to be alone. So we run away from things that will isolate us. We run away from things that will make us feel ostracized or too different, too unique. But it's those things that make you different, that make you unique, that make make you the best version of yourself. So go in that direction. Go in that direction. And our quote for today, just to wrap all of this up, is we cannot become what we want by remaining who we are. So again, give yourself permission to become the person that you want to be. At the end of the day, your business, you know, your brand, everything that you're building, it's an extension of who you want to be in the world. So don't just build your brand. Don't just, you know, try to reach your business goals and ambitions. You have to apply that same sort of energy to yourself, your inner self, your inner growth, so that when you get there, you're able to not store away your happiness and your peace in in things like money, things that can be easily affected or taken away. You want to store it within yourself because no one can take that away from you. Whatever you store away in yourself in terms of, of wisdom, of growth, of peace, of happiness, of joy, of confidence, no one anywhere can ever take that from you. So you store it within you and out of you comes everything that you want, your success, you know, your millions of dollars in your business, whatever your idea of success is. And we'll talk about that in the future as well, but store it within you. It all starts within you. Again, we cannot become what we want by remaining who we are. We just can't. You have to take the necessary steps to make what you want happen a reality or else it'll just be a dream. A goal is just a dream if there is no action. A goal is just a dream if there is no action. You can't say you want to be successful, but then you've got chaos in your life. That chaos may look like regular chaos, but that chaos is the thing that's going to distract you from doing what you need to do to get where you want to go. So you have to make the changes within yourself first if you want to see change happen in your life. Okay? So again, we're going to be having our self-care sorority class. Be sure to um, check out the Pink Group on Facebook if you're not already there to know about the dates. 
Um, right now it's female only just because that's what I'm kind of focused on right now in terms of, you know, black women and us healing and learning how to talk about our emotions in a safe, peaceful environment so that we can take our businesses to the next level. But guys, yes, we will be having some business classes, so don't worry about it. Um, just give me time on that. But for now, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you learned something. I hope you guys feel encouraged, inspired, and empowered to be the best you. And we will talk soon in the next episode. That's it for now. I hope you walk away from this feeling educated, inspired, and encouraged to either start or grow your business. Again, my name is Yaya and I am a spiritual coach at SaintTarot.com. So if you want to learn more about my services and myself, head on over there now. It is S-A-I-N-T-A-R-O-T.com. And we'll be back next week with another episode. So stay tuned. But for now, be blessed. Be abundant and be safe.